turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. State Representative uh, Mayberry, thanks so much for being with us. Let me talk to you, about uh, Representative, about the letter the House sent to the governor telling him that yes. he had done a good job about uh, the coronavirus, uh, that maybe reopening the state could go just a little bit faster, so to speak. Uh, is that? Do you have that same feeling? Well, I do. You know, in, in the initial beginning, I think there was there were so many unknowns, and we were seeing stories from other countries, um, doctors having to make decisions as to who gets the ventilator and who doesn't. And mm-hmm. we certainly do not want that scenario here in the United States. I don't want a doctor deciding. You know, you know, I have a daughter with spina bifida, and right. I don't want a doctor deciding that because she has spina bifida, she's not going to have the quality of life as someone else. And so she's not going to get the ventilator. We don't want any doctor to have to make those decisions. So I very much understand the the concern in the beginning. And, and the whole goal then we kept hearing was to flatten the curve. Let's flatten the curve. We don't have enough ventilators. We don't have enough PPE. Uh, PPE. We don't have enough. Um, we weren't even really testing in the beginning. We had mm-hmm. a handful of tests a day. Um, and so I think the initial beginning was to just help us get ready for it. And so was it needed to have a state of emergency? Yes, I, I think it was. There were so many unknowns. But we have moved along. We now have PPEs. Um, not to say that we don't still need more, but we, we do have that. We do have an incredible amount of testing going on each day. We might still need more, but our factories are gearing up to uh, make more of those. People have kind of gotten a little bit more settled with what are the needs. Um, and so there is no way we are going to stop this coronavirus from infecting people. People are going to get it. And so now it's got to be a new normal of how do we go back to our um, back to our way of life, but take precautions so that we don't make things worse again. And and so yes, I think we need to move things along. We, we it, it would be wonderful if we never had another person die in a car accident. And the way to do that is to stop people from driving. Well, that's not realistic. We can't tell people you can't drive anymore. Certainly if we did that, no one would ever die from it. I think there's some parallels there. We need to make sure that we have certain things in place, social distancing. You know, don't shake hands with someone right now. <laughs> Everyone will understand. I even saw yesterday someone post, and this had not come through my mind, but when we have birthday celebrations, we blow out candles on a cake. Mm-hmm. And so are we going to be blowing out candles on a cake in the future? I don't know. There's all these 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 questions of how, how does this really change the way we, we do everyday life. So it's sad. But, yes, I think that we – I know more people who have been affected by this because they've lost their job or their business is closed, not by their own doing, but because government has told them their business has to be closed. My hairdresser, <laughs> to be yes. with. 
you know. And so, yes, we, we need to get people back. I know, I know personally in our own house, my husband was supposed to have surgery, and his surgery has been canceled, and we don't know when it's going to take place. And it is a needed surgery. This, these are not cosmetic surgeries. These are not, um, I'm going to get a facelift or I have a bunion on my foot. These are very serious medical uh, situations that people need to have done and that's being put on hold and how does that affect the overall health care of everybody in the state of Arkansas um, those are the things that we need we need to think about our, our own corner in our in Saline County um, Kevin Clayhorn has gone out there warning people he has seen more people um, in Saline County and he also is over um, corners in the state of Arkansas so he's even looking at this in a, in a broad way but that um, there are, are people who are dying unnecessarily because they're not getting the preventative treatment. They're, they're foregoing going to the hospital mm-hmm. um, with symptoms of a stroke or a heart attack or um, helping to control their diabetes. And so these are real issues that we need to look at. Um, how are we hurting people now by not opening things back up? seems like to me that, you know, we've been trying to to, uh, you know, flatten the curve, and, and now we've moved to crush the curve. In other words, we, we've got to make sure nobody dies of COVID. That is not going to happen. It's not going right. to happen even when we get a vaccine. People are still right. going to die of this, uh, of, of, of this particular virus. I mean, the flu virus kills tens of thousands every year. Every year, yes, yes. And, and you know, when we have the flu virus, nobody does anything different. No. <laughs> You know, nothing different. People go where they want to go, and they shake hands, and they stay close to each other, and they hug, and they don't wear masks, and and all that. And so we need to get back into a new normal. And you know, it's it's a scary world that we're looking at going forward. But um, we do need people to get back to work, um, get back to take, taking care of their own needs, giving them their choice to do what they want to do. Um, and, and moving forward, I think, as a, as a legislative body, and I'm sure that, that Robin and, and Mary also, you know, made reference to this, we have felt like our, our hands have been handcuffed. Um, as, as I believe that the legislative branch is really the voice of the people. We are representative of a certain districts in the, in the state and the people there, and our voice has been really mitigated in all of this. Um, through the state of uh, emergency that's been declared. Um, you know, laws that are there suddenly are not there <laughs> and completely yeah. changed. And so even though I, I respect our governor and the way that he's handled it, he did not cave into pressure in the beginning when this was really pushed to um, have our state have a complete stay-at-home order. He was very direct with the the you know, what needs to be closed. And I think he handled it very well. And like I said, did not cave into the pressure to just say, stay home, everybody, and you can't do anything. Um, Some other governor might have taken more advantage of that. And so I think as we move into the 2021 legislative session, we need to look at what laws are in place to protect um, a runaway governor who wants to use those powers to um, stop you, as we've seen in, in some other states, you know, stop you from buying uh, gardening equipment, uh, you know, gardening supplies. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I bought some here. We we planted some tomatoes. Oh, I, no. First time I've planted tomatoes in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know, and it's, 
it's also what helped keep my mind. We're home. So let's take care. Let's do some things that we don't normally have time to do. And it's actually what helped my mental state was taking care of things in my house and doing some gardening. And and I, I have no problem with Walmart still selling that in the state of Arkansas. Representative Julie Mayberry is on the air with us. And Julie, here's a question that was sent to me. Can you ask the legislator if they would support our AEDC looking to recruit American companies to set up in Arkansas or invest in Arkansas companies to make PPE or other items we were short of instead of recruiting Chinese companies? Your thoughts on that? Well, obviously, American-made has got to be better. Um, So, yes, I would support that. I would think that the AEDC would be in support of that. I think the initial part of it was just, we need it right now. And it takes a while for um, a company in Arkansas or whatever to kind of change what they're doing. But, But, yes, we need to be buying here and supporting our own. Absolutely. When the new session comes up, uh, by the end of this year, it looks like we're going to be maybe 25 to 28% lower on revenue than we were being projected to have because of what COVID-19 has done. Uh, we've had some cuts uh, as far as uh, state uh, agencies. Do you think that we, if we've been able to keep the agencies running and doing well, that we keep the agencies doing well on the amount of money they got coming in and allowing uh, the taxpayer and businesses in Arkansas to keep their money? Or do you think that uh, we, we should be looking at perhaps raising taxes? I do not want to raise taxes. I think I've been pretty clear on my record that you have to work within Um, and my own budget in my house. It's amazing how much more you can do with less. And sometimes we won't do that until we're forced to do with less. And I think that that's what we need to do. If if we are getting by with less, we need to work with less. Um, So raising taxes is certainly not... Um, a priority in my mind. Um, and I think that we need to, to work within the means. Um, I think raising taxes would only hurt people as they try to recover and take care of their own family, taking care of their own business, employing people in Arkansas. If you tax them more, they're going to lay someone off. And how does that help the, the overall economy? It doesn't. So that's certainly not um, a, a priority of mine. It, and um, I don't even want to say it's last resort. Um, because that's just not what we we need to be doing. We need to be trying to work within our means. Hey, November of this year, initiative uh, the initiated act that's going to be on there from the uh, uh, the governor senate and whatnot is going to be about uh, okay in that half cent sales tax. If it fails, and you know I fought hard against it, I did not vote for it. Um, I will be voting against it in in November. Um, if it fails, I think that um, obviously we're going to have to figure out some way. Um, how we look at that, though, given the state of affairs that we're now in, I, I don't know. Um, I think I think everybody's just going to wait and see what happens in November if if that tax passes or if it doesn't. And that will, um, you know, if it passes, then I, I think that, um, no, we won't look at diverting funds because you already have some funds. Mm-hmm. Um, and there will be some other things that have much greater needs in the state of Arkansas at that point as we try to recover from all that we've just done to our economy in the last two months. 
So um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But one thing that I, I do want to bring to the attention and something that, that I'm actually hoping, hoping that the governor does in a special legislative session so we don't have to deal with this in, in um, 2021 because it's almost too late at that point. But under federal law, loan forgiveness counts as taxable income. So if you just got um, money from the Paycheck Protection Program and it's, uh, you know, considered a forgivable loan, you're going to be taxed on that in the state of Arkansas. Um, and and I don't want that to happen because you're you're taking this money to help bail you out and then you're going to owe. Um, so we need to fix that. We need to address that. I have actually I, I put together a bill immediately once I kind of realized that. Um, but. As a legislator, there's nothing we can do until 2021.